Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And today we are going to do a mock draft for the Fantasy Football Players Championship. I just uh, gave myself three entries into this high stakes league, and uh, we're going to try a mock draft on Fantasy Pros with the settings for this league. It is a, a PPR with a tight end bonus. Uh, it's pretty cool, and my app is optimized for that kind of draft. So you definitely want to check it out. Here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, starring a guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship, Jimmy Maverick. Fantasy Maverick Podcast, and today we are going to do a practice high-stakes draft. I am... Uh, uh, I've, I've been involved in high stakes leagues for the past couple of seasons, and I've been playing on the Fantasy Football Players Championship um, website, and, and, and they have uh, they have a football guys league, which is a three hundred and fifty dollar entry. That's the ones that I do. They also have one that's like a fifteen hundred dollar entry. That's a little bit too rich for my blood, but I do enjoy the high stake leagues. Um, you can tell that everybody you're playing with is a good fantasy player. They know their stuff. Uh, it's very competitive. And I got to say, I've had real good success with it. I've done a total of eight leagues over the past uh, two seasons, and I have won three of them. There you go, right there. I, got, I run one, one out of three in 2020 and two out of five in uh, 20... Uh, I'm sorry. I, run, I won one out of three in 2019 and two out of five in 2020. So... Very good. I was very excited for that. Believe me, that it, the money helped me uh, upgrade my studio here and uh, get these nice uh, jerseys up here. So uh, anyway, it, it's a it's a fun thing to do. Um, the league, the FFPC, it's a PPR with a tight end premium. So tight ends get one and a half points per reception. Uh, which really increases their value, especially for the elite guys. When we're talking guys like Travis Kelsey, he literally is the third most valuable player in those fantasy leagues because of that. Um, I also like the roster construction because it's twenty; it's a 20-round draft, and uh, there's two flexes. So, again, it gives you lots of flexibility. You can go you can go R, robust RB. You can start four running backs or four wide receivers or up to three tight ends if you want to. It is just a single quarterback league, which I do like. Um, so why don't we go ahead and uh, do, uh, uh, do a, um, a mock draft. Uh, on the uh, Fantasy Pros Mock Draft Simulator. And the reason I got to do it on the simulator uh, is because uh, there's no mock drafts that have this criteria or this setup. Um, so I, I set up the custom scoring with the, the tight end premiums. And uh, the roster is one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, uh, two flexes, uh, defense, a kicker, and 10 bench slots. So that's what you get. Uh, you're starting 10 players each week. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to randomize the draft position third. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. And I've also set the, the um, settings. So tight end position values are very high. Running backs are high. They, they, the running backs go very quickly in these leagues. Uh, but definite premium on both those positions, that actually helps because the quarterback and the wide receivers are tended to be uh, available later because people are taking those tight ends um, and running back so early. So um, we're going to go ahead. We're going to we're just going to start the draft, and we're going to use my tool 
my perfect fantasy draft to help us pick players. So uh, I invite you to go to my website, fantasyfootballmaverick.com. That's where you'll find the app. The app is, is available exclusively through my website. You just uh, access it right here. Just click on it. And when you uh, join and join a membership, you'll see that it has the FFPC settings for fantasy football. That's, that's this PPR with a tight end at 1.5. So uh, how does your least score points? That's what we're going to select. And do you want to engage Jimmy's recommended player filters? I'm going to say no right now. I just want to see all the players in each round. And then entering draft mode, we're going to put in the size of the league. It's, it is 12 team leagues. So you're, you know, 20 round draft, 12 team leagues. And again, we are picking third. That's a nice draft position. Go ahead and enter draft mode. And of, and of course, the big question is, is do we want to go with Kelsey uh, uh, at this point? Um, or do we want to go Alvin Kamara? I mean, obviously, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, everyone's going to expect those two to be the top two picks in just about every league that you're doing. Uh, but let me just show you. Uh, again, um, this is this is the draft list. This, these are the position filters. These are the round filters. So we're just going to go to the first round. Uh, I'm going to minimize the recommendations here so we just see the names. And you can see it's recommending Alvin Kamara. That makes sense, and, and that's normally who I would take. But if you look down here at uh, where is Kelsey's down here. Now, I, I got to say, there's an issue with my tight end consistency rankings on this list. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to get it fixed. But because of that, he's, he's much lower in the ratings. He'd actually would be right near the top with his consistency rating, which is 10 out of 10. Um, but Kelsey, you can see his value, third. And if you look at Waller, let me just go here, tight end. So uh, Darren Waller, value seventh. Seventh most valuable player, not not seventh tight end. No, no, seventh most valuable player in the league um, just because of that tight end premium. They, they score so many points. Kelsey is projected to score over 300 points. Waller's right there at 291 points. Uh, no one's going to score more than 313 except for maybe Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. So, so that's, that's how it is. Even Kittle. Great value, 12th overall, 270 points. So all these guys are great options. And, and really, we should take our tight end here because if we wait till our second round, till, till the second round to take a tight end, they're all going to be gone. And one of the things I also do is uh, I restrict myself to the tight ends that are available on my app at each round um, as opposed to what the, the simulator does because the simulator does not take as many tight ends as you would normally expect. Um, but that that's just the way it is. So do we want to go, Kelsey, get ourselves our, our premium top-end tight end? And we don't have to worry about it. We can start stocking everything else after that. Um, I think that that's, that's probably a, a, a good plan to do. Uh, it's hard to pass on Alvin Kamara. And actually, if, if we look at the rankings, you know, Alvin Kamara is my top-rated choice for this round. Um, oh, boy. So I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to pass on all the elite tight ends here. I'm going to go with my elite high-end RB1 to start this draft. And we can go for maybe someone uh, like uh, Mark Andrews, who I really like. TJ Hawkinson would also be great. Nice volume there. I mean, the high volume, a high volume guy like TJ Hawkinson is going to be really good for this league. But let's let's go ahead. We'll take Kamara. And uh, so it's just going to run through the draft. And let's just let's just go to the second round here and see who it's recommending. So the app is recommending uh, Keenan Allen, 
Michael Thomas, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, all, all great choices. So Keenan Allen, 16th most valuable player in this league. It's a, you know, it's a PPR. Um, uh, and, and Michael Thomas, the 13th most valuable player. Hold on, i got to put my glasses on because I'm totally blind. I can't see anything. There we go, 13th. Okay, Michael Thomas, I got him designated as a bounce back. Um, they're both score very good on the VORC score. That's the value, outlook, reliability, and consistency ratings. That's these four columns over here. They get points. The consistency for Thomas is way better than for Keenan Allen, so that's something to consider. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, though, not super, not a super great value here. I mean, he's still a recommend, 49 VORC points. That's very good. 34th overall. We're at pick 22. I don't like that at all. Um, let's let's see who made it also, because DK Metcalf could have made it. Let, let, let's see who made it to us. So we're just going to run through here, and uh, I'm going to hide the drafted player so we can see. So you can see Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is still there, still on the board. Um, uh, for wide receivers, okay, so Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, wow, A.J. Brown, Michael Thomas, um, all those guys made it. Uh, that is uh, that is pretty awesome. Let's look at the wide receivers here. Uh so some of these guys, um, oh, well, there's Justin Jefferson. Oh, there's A.J. Brown. Okay, so, uh, boy, if we want to go, I should be okay with just taking Michael Thomas. I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm hesitating here, but I, I do like the idea of going Metcalf. I do, you know, they're, they're both so close. They're so close in Vork points. I think I got to take Metcalf with my second pick, and let's see who falls to us in the third. We can actually look to the third round. Oh, what running back could we get in the third round? CEH might make it to us. Probably a very slim chance with the four picks. Um, let's hear Mixon. I think he's already gone. Yeah, Mixon's already gone. But Chris Carson, uh, again, is a better pick because – his value is 38th, but we're at pick 27. So he's still overvalued, but only slightly. Um, and, and, and he's really good choice. David Montgomery doesn't, not valued well in this league, probably because he doesn't catch a lot of passes. Um, and let's see, who else do we got? We got uh, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers. But really, of all the running backs, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the best value. Uh, Chris Carson is the, is the second best. So I, I'm, I'm comfortable with going with Carson as our one. Um, but let's, I got to take one of these elite wide receivers, Metcalf, super valuable and a great value at this point in the draft. So let's go ahead and let's just see what happens, uh, on the turn here. And okay. Clyde Edwards Hilaire did get taken. That's too bad. That bumps me out. <laughs> but you know, again, we talked about, sorry about that. Um, okay. So, you know, we did talk about it. it, it it's also recommending we could go. C.D. Lamb. Now, now that's the other thing. To look at the wide receivers. You know, the running backs, not great values. They're they're not great. If you can't get an elite, uh, and and you know, obviously we got Kamara, who is an elite, and has the value to back up what he took. We we can we can pass on running backs for a while and just go, you know, just try to roster ourselves um, well in all these other positions. I mean, here. Mark Andrews is a reach. We could take Mark Andrews. His value is 35th overall. Again, a little bit overvalued. Hawkinson, again, because of that TE premium, man, he, he's projected, what's he projected with? Um, 120 targets, 81 catches. That's great. 242 fantasy points. He's the 28th most valuable player. We're at pick number 27, so he's a fair value right here. Um, if you look at the wide receivers, you can see Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown are long shots. I think they both made it, though. 
AJ Brown, um, Keenan Allen. Yeah, they're both still there. As is Michael Thomas, as is Justin Jefferson. So there are some amazing picks. Look at this. Um, Keenan Allen, 16th most valuable. We're at pick 27. That is that is awesome. AJ Brown, 14th most valuable. He is still there. He is still there. Oh my God. You know, now, now AJ Brown right now dealing with an injury. He is dealing with uh what did he do? What do you have? A knee? It's a knee, foot. What the heck? What the heck happened to him? Uh surgery. Knees on both knees. Oh, that's not good. I really would like that to be cleared up before uh, we would go ahead and take him. CD Lamb is a great option here, but his value is is so far below, a full round below these other guys. I think of the all the ones that are available here, um, you know, again, I'm not big on Justin Jefferson just because of the regression risk, although at a third round, whoa. I mean, it's hard. 18th overall. So even so, Keenan Allen's better value. Let's go. I'm going to I'm going to take Keenan Allen here and uh I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for Mark Andrews on the next pick uh for the 4th round. And um Mark Andrews, let's see here. Where's the tight ends? So Mark Andrews is a long shot. Uh but we're just going to assume he makes it to us cuz we're at pick 46. He's going at, uh, at 43. Oh boy, that's not that's not great. Who who would be after him here? Logan Tom, uh, you know, even with the premium, the, their their values are not great relative to their draft position, and that's you know, it's just the curse of these things. But let's let's just assume that Mark Andrews makes it to the fourth round for us. Um, we'll go through the long turn here, and and I'm okay passing up on Chris Carson again. He wasn't a he was a he was the best value. Of the running backs, if CEH had made it, I probably would have taken CEH. Uh, but you know, uh, that that's that's what happens. So, uh, oh, look at this! Holy cow, CD Lamb made it to us. Um, but you can see, like, TJ Hawkinson is still here on the board, but he would not still be available. TJ Hawkinson would be gone. Mark Andrews would probably be gone as well. But if we want to just assume that Mark Andrews makes it. Um, again, we are at pick number 46. His value is 35th overall. That's great value. Let's go ahead and take him as our TE. And, and that way we don't have to worry about it a whole lot. Uh, as far as tight ends, we're getting a top five tight end, um, for this league. So I like that. Uh, and boy, I love our wide receivers, man. Metcalf and Allen. That is awesome. Kamara is a fantastic running back. Let's keep this going. So let's go to the fifth round. You can see that it's recommending Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Chase Edmonds. Okay, so taking in a, again, we can go for positional dominance here and get ourselves, I mean, someone like Lamar Jackson, um, I, I believe I have him statted out as my, uh, as my quarterback three. I mean, really, it's only, it's only like Mahomes and, and, and Kyler, I also think is, uh, great upside play this year. I really like them both. They're, they're both read very well. As you can see, they both get really good uh, Vork scores. Obviously, the rushing, they're both good running quarterbacks. Um, we could go Lamar, you know, and, and, and he is still available. You can see Josh Allen's still on the board here, too. Um, and Josh Allen, uh, we can, let's see here, we can, where is he? If we go to quarterbacks, Josh Allen, there you are. Okay, Josh Allen doesn't rate as well. He doesn't rate as well as Lamar or Kyler. So, um, 
And, and, and unfortunately, we didn't get Hopkins because you'd love to have the stack with Hopkins and Kyler. But I really like Lamar Jackson. So let's let's go ahead. Uh, and, you know, we can take Lamar Jackson, although CeeDee Lamb. Oh, man. If we go to the sixth round. Let's see here. It's saying that all the, the quarterbacks will be gone. All uh, you know, Russell Wilson will be a long shot for the sixth for the sixth round. Oh, because this is the long round, right? This is the 19 picks. Okay, so if we wanted to take Lamar Jackson, we should take him now. Um, but CeeDee Lamb should not still be available at this point. Oh, wait, he is gone. I'm sorry. I don't know where my head is right now. So uh, Chris Godwin, I, I, I'm sorry. I was thinking CeeDee Lamb. I don't know what was going on with my brain there. Uh, I was seeing someone that wasn't there. Cooper Cup is a great choice for wide receiver. Uh, if we look at the wide receivers here, um, Cooper Cup is actually a long shot here. 31st most valuable player. We're at pick 51 right now. So to get the 31st most valuable player at this point in the draft, I think is fantastic. And and when we look at, our, at, at who our quarterbacks are, you know, um, we can, it's, all these guys are still on the board. You know, Cooper Cup, we could get... Uh, Matthew Stafford. I'm really fine with Matthew Matthew Stafford this year. I really think he's going to do excellent um, on that offense. That's why they brought him in. Um, although it is tough to pass on Lamar, I, I'm I'm going to wait as long as I can to get myself a quarterback. So let's let's get uh, let's get Cooper Cup, 31st most valuable player, and let's look at the sixth round. So for the sixth round, it's recommending Chase Claypool. Robbie Anderson, Logan Thomas. So it's recommending a, a, a tight end here. Um, Logan Thomas is a nice fair value play at this point. 69th most valuable player. Um, the, the, the best value, though, is Robbie Anderson. 46th most valuable player. Again, we're at pick 70. This is why you go wide receivers in these middle rounds. Like four to eight are so many excellent wide receiver deals that you can get. And Chase Claypool, Robbie Anderson are two of them. Jamar Chase, very good value, 57th overall. Um, any others? Most of these others are, are a little bit less valuable. They're not, not quite as good. Juju Smith-Schuster uh, gives you like a full round of value too. Um, let's look at the running backs here. Uh, Mostert, again, not great value. There's Javante Williams if we wanted to go for our RB2. That might not be a bad choice, you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Let's see if he makes it here. Let's just look at the board. And you can see, um, no, it looks like Javante is gone. Uh, that's too bad. James Robinson is still there, although uh, I'm not sure about him. Um, Rustin, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert are still there. If we want to do a stack um, on the board down here, here's Robbie Anderson. Here's Chase Claypool. The guys in front of him, not super excited with them, um, but they're good. And, and then, you know, like I said, it says Logan Thomas uh, is still available. So that that could um, that could work. I think let's look at James Robinson. I'm going to restore Robinson onto the list and see how he rates. Where is he? How come I'm not seeing him? All right. Um, 
So really, if we look at the running backs, they're, they're going quickly. You've got Michael Carter, a guy I very much like. Um, there's Trey Sermon. Um, but yeah, Javante's already gone. Uh, let's see here. I'm just trying to think. Of, uh, and we could definitely get, get them after the turn. We could get someone like Carter after the turn. Um, and I have, I have Carter valued as my RB30. So he's a flex, so that's a little bit of a loss there. We can go for up, you know, I mean, we can we can go for not really much upside here left. Uh, but for our second flex spot, to get someone like Robbie Anderson, uh, again, top 50 value in the sixth round, that's, that's excellent. Um, so let's go ahead. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Robbie Anderson. Now, one thing I want to just mention for those of you that use fantasy pros, um, that, that their analysis at the end of your team, one of the things they do on the flex spots is they, um, they devalue all wide receivers below all the running backs. And, and that I think skews the value of your team, um, to the negative. If you slot wide receivers in your flexes, even though this is a PPR league and wide receivers are super valuable. So, um, you can't really take their rate. You, you got to take their ratings with a grain of salt because of that. Uh, because I, I did a draft and it like, it gave me a C it told me it was like the, you know, they didn't like my team a whole lot. Um, but then I looked at my flexes cause I, I went robust wide receiver, um, loaded up on, on, a, on near elite wide receivers in the flex spots. And it was ranking me as like having the worst flex players of anybody in the league, but it had, I, I, I had Robert Woods in my first flex and it had Damian Harris ranked ahead of Robert Woods in my flex. That doesn't make any sense that in no way in a PPR league will Damian Harris ever achieve anything close to what Robert Woods will achieve during this upcoming season. Um, so because of that, I don't like their ratings because they're, they're, they're penalizing people who take wide receivers for their flexes. And I don't think that's fair, especially for PPR, especially for PPR. Now we definitely should take another running back. Um, with this pick, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, again, a long turn. Um, if we look at, uh, so we're at the seventh pick now, right? Seventh pick. If we look at the quarterbacks, you know, right now, again, this is the time to take Herbert. This is the time to take Rogers. Uh, Russell Wilson is still on the board. That's, Actually, Russell Wilson, let's restore him. He rates very, you know, he rates well, 46 fork points. That's good. Over 40 is good. Uh, I don't like his outlook. You know, he's, he's so inconsistent. Um, but to stack him with DK Metcalf, that would be a nice thing to do. Um, I'm kind of okay with going with uh, Stafford, you know, waiting and just loading up on these other positions. And, and James Robinson, which I don't know why I don't see him on the – is he like coming out? Oh, there he is. Oh, seventh round. There we go. All right. So his value, 109th overall, not great. Obviously, Javante would have been a little bit better. Um, outlook isn't great, but I think he's going to be utilized pretty heavily in this offense. He's going to be the first and second down back. Um, Etienne, I do very much like Etienne, but Robinson, I think, is still going to have a role. We take him as our RB2. I think he's a decent 
low-end RB2 flex, high-end flex kind of play. So why don't we go ahead and we'll do that. And uh, obviously it hurts, you know, what, what, what they did. But he has, there's no draft capital for James Robinson. And that's why they, that's why they took Etienne. And that's why he's getting screwed right now is because of that. It's, it's just like, uh, um, um, it's just like Denver, you know, uh, and, and what Denver did to, um, Philip Lindsay, right? Uh, it's the same kind of thing. So, all right. So we filled out all of our starters, except for our quarterback. You can see Justin Herbert made it back to us. That's really, really good. Uh, you know, stack of McKeenan Allen, that, that's kind of an exciting stack. I like that. Uh, let's just look at the, the app and see how uh, it rates people for the eighth round. So it's telling us to take LaVisca Chenault. Again, another excellent wide receiver with excellent value. Look at that. 44th. This is fourth through eighth round is just prime, prime real estate for wide receivers. There's so many good ones. Um, I do love LaVisca. That's a great, I think that's a great choice, great value. Let's look at the other positions though. So again, we could get Herbert right now and Herbert 73 Vork points. That is, that's excellent. Now I do have him tagged as a regression candidate because he, he did, you know, obviously a rookie record setting season is what he had last year. Best, best rookie season of any, uh, any player in NFL history. That's a lot of pressure. Expectations are exceedingly high at the Chargers right now. Uh, but Herbert, I think, would be a great choice in the eighth round. That's really a steal. Um, let's look at the running backs. You know, again, um, did Michael Carter make it back to us? He did not. Michael Carter's gone. We passed on him. Uh, we took James Robinson instead. But you can see the other guys here, Ronald Jones, Damian Harris, James Conner. Uh, not super excited with any of them. They, they score terrible in the fork. Um, let's, let's finish out, let's finish out our starters. Let's take Herbert. I, I, I like Herbert, man. I mean, that, that's a great, great bargain right now. Getting him in the eighth round. That's pretty awesome. And, uh, in these leagues, you can oftentimes wait even later to get a quarterback. They, th there was one league that I did in my first year and, and like only three quarterbacks came off in the first 12 rounds. It was insane. It was insane, the value of quarterbacks that were still available. Um, uh, uh, when you are in like the 10th round or 11th round of your draft, um, and it happens. It, it, it happens. And, and so um, I like the value here of Herbert, and we got the stack with Keenan Allen. That's awesome. We'll do the short turn. And um, when we talk about roster construction for this kind of league, what I like to say is for wide receivers – uh, you want the number of wide receiver slots plus the number of flex slots plus one. That's all the receivers you need. We've already got four, and we really only need one more. All these guys have different um, bye weeks, and so that's very good. And so we could get ourselves, if we look at the wide receivers here, you know, Jalen Waddell, Mike Williams. Let, let's see, did LaVisca make it to us? Did, is LaVisca still on the board? I didn't even check. Oh, yeah, he's still there. We could get LaVisca. Again, great value play um, at, here we are at pick number 99. That's amazing. Um, and, and that would basically finish up all we need for wide receivers. We could maybe take one more later, uh, but then we can just focus on running backs and get ourselves some running backs. So I don't even think we need to take LaVisca. He's deep enough. I think he'll make it to the next pick. Um, I really want to get myself 
you know, either AJ Dillon or Gus Edwards. I think uh, both those guys are super important for fantasy this year. Um, uh, you can see here, uh, and Drake didn't make it, right? Drake's gone. Yeah, Drake's gone. So let's go ahead. I'm going to take uh, A.J. Dillon, who's taken over the Jamal Williams role and has, you know, upside potential on that offense. We'll see. And, oh, shoot. I thought it was just a short turn. Yowza. Okay. So I probably missed on LaVisca. Oh, I did. Darn it, I, I miss, um, I misanticipated it. Okay, so here we are, tenth round. Um, if we look at the wide receivers now, uh, you know, Marquise Brown, Jalen Waddle, Michael Gallup, all those guys score pretty well. Are any of them still Gallup still there? Yep, Marquise Brown is still there. Mike Williams is still there. Okay, so we got some options here for wide receiver. Um, we don't want to wait too long to take our last wide receiver. Because once you get past about Gage, Russell Gage here, um, it really isn't very good for, for wide receivers. I like Gabriel Davis. We can maybe take Gabriel Davis as a flyer, um, but we really do need to take uh, another wide receiver. And so uh, if we take Gallup, um, does it say what his bye week is here? By seven. So... For my wide receiver. Oh, I already have Keenan Allen, which has a bye week seven. Although that really doesn't doesn't matter too much. Um, let's see. Marquise Brown might be a little bit of a better option. I kind of and and he has bye week. What's his bye week? Eight. Okay, none of my other wide receivers have that day. Let's go ahead. We'll take Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. And that's really all the wide receivers we need. And so if we look at uh, who's available on running backs, and we just got to, let's, let's just start loading up. Um, Daryl Henderson, very much like him. Uh, we'll have a role in that offense regardless of what happens with Cam Newton. So let's, let's go ahead and take Daryl. And uh, I see another running back who I very much like. Daryl Williams, again, back up to CEH, who does miss time, missed time last year. So let's go ahead and take, uh, take Daryl Williams. So that's, that's three great backup running backs, uh, backing up top-end RB1s. So I very much like that. Um, one thing we do want to get is we want to get ourselves another tight end, and we want to get ourselves another uh, quarterback. So this is about the time we should be doing that, around round 13 or so. Uh, so you can see, look, Trevor Lawrence is still on the board, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I love both those guys as backups this year, top notch. Um, and uh, let's see here. As far as tight ends, remember how we said we're only going to take the tight ends that the app show is available because, uh, again, um, we've got to go with what the – what. What's what will really most likely happen in an actual live draft? And, and what happens is, is there's two two major places where the tight ends are taken. First of all, uh, most of the tight ends are taken by about the sixth or seventh round, the tight end ones. And then there's a tight end two round, which happens around around nine ten, and a big batch of them go out there, and then it just kind of flows from there. Um, Eric Ebron actually very much like 
uh, his opportunity um, this year. Value is, you know, 120th overall, not not great, but a good value relative to our draft position, especially when you look at the other um, tight ends that are available. Uh, so I think we should go grab Ebron. And you can see, obviously, there's still a ton of others available here, but we're going off the point that these guys are all going to be gone by this point. So um, let's go ahead and take Ebron. Uh, and and just make sure, yeah, they don't, he doesn't have the same bye week as Mark Andrews. And now, oh, and now again, it's a long trip back. Let's see if, did our quarterback make it? I don't think he did. Probably didn't. Come on. Oh, he did make it. That's even better. But let's let's just look at uh, at the players. You know, for the for the uh, where are we? Fifteenth round now. Fourteenth round. Okay, so fourteenth round. Okay, it's telling us that um, defenses uh, is a good time to take defense. We wanted to go that. Um, uh, let's see here for. Nothing, nothing great for running backs, wide receiver, tight end. See, Jared Cook, Anthony Frisker. Um, you can see that. Oh, see, look there. Rugs is still available. Rugs is a good choice. But Lawrence is still here. I want Lawrence. I will take him as my QB2. By week seven. Oh, wait, no, he has the same bye week as Justin Herbert. That's not going to work. How about Fitz? Fitz, by week nine. Let's take Fitz. It's a good place to take him. And we just got the short turnaround. Let's get ourselves some more running backs. And I can see that uh, Justin Jackson is still available. Back up to uh, Austin Eckler. Again, an oft-injured player that uh, is not a workhorse. So let's try that. Let's let's uh, add him to the list. And heading to pick number 16. So uh, it's recommending the it's not recommending a lot of players here. We're getting way deep in the in the draft. Uh, there's only five more rounds. I know I'm going to do with three of those rounds. I'm going to take uh, two defenses and a kicker. So there's not a whole lot of excitement. Browns are a nice choice. Um, uh, I do like their potential this year. And uh, they, they have a decent early season. Let's see, what do they got? Kansas City to start, not great. But then Houston, and then Chicago, and then at Minnesota. So um, I love Houston week two. They're a good week two. That's a week two streaming option there. If you're looking at, if you're going to stream that position. Um, let's just look at the running backs. Um, so Devonte Booker is back up to Saquon Barkley again. Uh, and, and, and we saw what Wayne Gallman did last year when Saquon Barkley went out, he, he actually was pretty decent. And so why not take that? Um, you know, I, I, I currently have Saquon rated as a lower liability player. He's dealt with some tough injuries the past two years. So that's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. And, um, I think that that's a, that's a decent choice. And let's see here. Anybody else of note? Not really. I mean, geez, we're kind of out of. We're, we're just kind of out of quarterbacks, uh, out of running backs here. Not 
really any great options still available. Uh, oh, look at this. Gabriel Davis is still available. Shoot, I love Gabriel Davis this year. Dude was uh, uh, got just amazing efficiency on very limited volume. I'll take that. I, I say he's a poor man's A.J. Brown. <laughs> so why not take that? And so we're at 18. So we got, we got only three rounds left. So let's go ahead and get ourselves our kicker and a defense. So the kicker, and, and I do not expect someone like Justin Tucker to still be available here. I usually, if, if you take like a kicker in the 15th round, you'll get like a top three option. But let's just go ahead. I'm going to take Tucker because he's available. And then um, we'll go and uh, look at the defenses. So if we look at the at uh, the 17th round, what defenses are available? Um, Cleveland, Miami. Oh, wait, there we go. So there's the Denver Broncos. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and take the Broncos. I'm going to take the Broncos in probably every single league I have this year. I just love that early season schedule. It's so damn good. And, and, and of course, the ratings hates it. It always puts it says I've got the worst of all the starting defenses, but come on, those first three weeks, you play two rookie quarterbacks and Daniel Jones. It's going to be so good. It's going to be really good. So just trust that. And then uh, I'm going to get one more. And again, we're going to take we're going to take the rating with a grain of salt because it's going to it's going to devalue my flexes. Even though I got two awesome flexes uh, with Cooper Cup and Robbie Anderson, it's going to say they suck. And it's going to give me a terrible rating there. And because of that, it's going, to, it's going to tank my team. But like I said, I don't think it accounts for the actual value of the player because those players are both exceedingly valuable for the upcoming year. Um, so I think I'll take, I'm going to take the Browns as my second. So I like that. Let's see what it does. What does it say? Yes, he gives me a C. This is what it does, man. And, it, and again, it's because if we go to the projected standings, let me show you this. Watch this. All right, so we're going to go to the team analysis. See, flex, it says I have the worst flex of any team in the league with Cooper Cup and Robbie Anderson. Look who it has rated ahead of Cooper Cup. Zach Moss. Chris Godwin is good. Terry McLaurin is good. Damian Harris. Again, it doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, and, and then let's see here on the, on the flex two. Devonta Smith. Brandon Cooks. DJ Chark has got rated ahead of Robbie Anderson. I don't buy any of that. Thielen, uh, I, I don't think Thielen's going to be as good as Robbie Anderson this year. Uh, Fournette, uh, Ronald Jones, uh, Etienne is good. Javante's good. Kareem Hunt is good. So, you know, uh, uh, give me one second. I'm going to be right back with my, uh, with, with my team announcement. All right, so I'm back. So this is my app, and we're going to look at the players I picked for my starters for this league. And, and like I said, uh, they, they are vastly undervaluing to say that 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 Cooper Cup and Robbie Anderson is the worst flex combo is ridiculous. I've got Cooper Cup as the 31st most valuable player. He's a mid wide receiver too. Robbie Anderson 46th overall value. Top 50 value. Now look at this. I got 1 2 3 4 5. I got 6 top 50 value players in this draft. Plus I got Justin Herbert. James Robinson is probably the weakest starter of my group. 
And I do have some regression risk. I did take a lot of regression risk. Look at that. Herbert, Robinson, and Kamara, all regression players. But Metcalf, contract year. Andrews, contract year. Cooper Cup, bounce back. Robbie Anderson, bounce back. Um, and and uh, all at least three stars, except for Robinson. Robinson got a two-star rating. Um, all Look at this. Just about everybody's high reliability. These guys don't miss games. Look at that. High reliability, uh, except for James Robinson. Um, consistency ratings. And again, my tight end is missing its, his consistency rating, but he gets like an 8 out of 10. Uh, but look at this. All above average, all, except for Keenan Allen, who gets a 5. But everyone else is above average consistency. This is an excellent, excellent starting lineup. I would be thrilled to have this lineup. And it is not a C-rated team. That's, that's the thing with Fantasy Pros. They're kind of uh, making me angry with uh, how they're doing the flex. All their other ratings I'm pretty good with. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty okay with it. If we look at their analysis of the positions, um, fourth best wide receiver core, fifth best tight end, seventh best quarterback, uh, 10th best running backs. That seems a little bit low given that I have Kamara, but I can see why they, and I don't know why they would have Kamara behind Henry or Barkley or Taylor. That's ridiculous. Kamara is a PPR monster. Um, Robinson, obviously a little bit weak, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say 10th best. That's, that's ridiculous. That's, that's rating the, the group as like, if I had Najee Harris and James Robinson, that's, that's not true. I got Alvin Kamara and James Robinson, uh, the, you know, again, it doesn't. And, and again, they hate the Denver Broncos. They hate them. Uh, even though their, their first three games are fantastic. And I just streamed the position anyway. Uh, so Denver Broncos are going to be a top three defense for the first three weeks. I can tell you that right now. Um, but uh, anyway, and, and the wide receiver one, wide receiver two, that, that's, that's fair. Mark Andrews, fair. I'd, I'd put Mark Andrews at fourth um, uh, on this league. And Herbert, again, has upside potential. I think, he, I think he's a great choice. And it's nice that we got the stack with Allen. So I think this team is better than how Fantasy Pros is rating it. And again, uh, that, that flex rating is just garbage. Cooper Cup, below Damian Harris. Give me a break. Below Zach Moss. Give me a break. Those guys aren't going to even get any touchdowns this year. They'll get like three touchdowns each because they got a, the touchdown vulture as their quarterback. Um, you know, that's not going to happen with Cooper Cup. Robbie Anderson also is playing with his old quarterback. He's playing with Sam Darnold again. He's going to be fine. And he's going to be better than a lot of the other options here on this list. So anyway, that's where we're at. But uh, that, uh, but like I said, uh, on my app, uh, it, it is set up for the uh, FFPC um, games. So that's really cool. So uh, I invite you to check it out and uh, let me know what you think. What do you think about these picks? Uh, do you agree with Fantasy Pros? Because I think Fantasy Pros, I, I, they've got real problems with their rating system. I don't like it. Uh, but uh, again, I still utilize their platform. So there you go. Uh, but Thank you very much for watching. I do appreciate it. Have yourself a great fantasy day and we'll talk to you soon.